Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy PRW, and listen, we are back with another episode of Spoken Right Podcast. Man, I'm so excited to be back with you guys on today. Yo, I know y'all are like, bro, where have you been? You haven't dropped no new content, no new episodes. I mean, did you forget about us? I mean, are you going to do this podcast thing or not? But now, y'all, it's just really been a lot going on in my world. I mean, there's a lot going on in the world now, like, period. I mean, we clearly can see that there's a lot going on in the world. Um, But no, I am excited to be back with you guys. I believe it was the last time we had um, featured Charity Cohen, a powerful discussion and interview about what church looked like in the eyes of uh, our youth, man. And I have to... Shout y'all out for all the love and the support I received. Major feedback, text messages, emails. Man, y'all, I even heard they got back to Bishop Cohen. So, shout out to y'all for the love and support, man. Thank y'all for sharing and allowing other people to tune in. So, I mentioned earlier that there's a lot going on in our world that we clearly can see. Um, So, today, I wanted to do something just a little different. I wanted to come on here and just share my, you know, views, my opinions um, about this coronavirus, COVID-19, um, y'all, if I keep it 100, keep it hot, keep it real, keep it a bean, all that lingo that y'all be saying, whatever, you know, y'all know, um, it has been a challenge, y'all, like, as a youth minister, as an educator, reaching out to these kids this week has literally been a challenge, it's been hard. Reaching out to them, a lot of them, you know, have said, now, hey, I'm about to lose my mind. Like, staying in this house, doing this, these online classes, it's just not working out for me. And nine times out of ten, I'm texting them back like, hey, I know how you feel, but we're going to get through this. And y'all, to be honest, I'm about to lose my mind, too. I just want to go to a restaurant, y'all, and just sit down and eat. Better yet, can I go to Starbucks and get a coffee? Well, maybe not coffee because I don't drink coffee but a strawberry refresher you know like hold the water all lemonade my god that would bless me and just take out my mac and watch a sermon or you know something like anything other than being in the house y'all y'all get the point like we all just over being cooped up locked up they won't let us out like i've been watching you know I've been watching social media, I've been watching the news, and we have to be careful because there's fake news, you know, but um, I've been seeing a lot of different perspectives, a lot of different views, and um, a lot of opinions, so I just wanted to come on here and just, you know, talk about it. Um, One thing I've noticed is, and I don't use it to pass judgment at anyone, but one thing I've noticed is that Man, there were some people that, as a little boy, you know, I looked up to, like, hey, I know they're a mighty woman of God. They're a mighty man of God. I know they're a believer. They are walking in the faith. To now see that, like, a lot of our believers and, you know, Christian people are allowing fear to grip their hearts more than faith, man. They're walking in fear more than they're walking in faith. So I really just wanted to come on here and just encourage, you know, this generation, speak to our youth and those who may just be listening to not allow fear to grip your heart. 
like, you can't allow fear to override your faith. The Bible speaks, in fact, that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. The word mind stands out here because I believe it's in Philippians 2 and 5 that says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. What you got to understand about this particular verse is that when Paul penned this verse in his own language, he chose an interesting word for the word mind. The word mind here means attitude or thinking. Therefore, the word implies that the mind of Christ is not merely a creed. It's not some type of theory. It's not some type of formula, y'all. It's simply an attitude. To have the mind of Christ is to have the attitude of Christ. And if we confess that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind, we're saying that God has given us the spirit of a sound attitude, sound mind, sound attitude. But the word mind here is not only the word for attitude, y'all, but it's, it's quite interesting to me that when Paul penned this word, he also chose the verb form of this word instead of the noun form. Uh, this means that Paul was not saying that the mind of Christ is a concept, but he was more, say, more so saying that it was an action. So if we are to have the mind of Christ, the attitude of Christ, it's not some type of concept. It's action. We, we've heard the scripture, you know, faith without works is dead. Faith without action is dead. I believe it was a long time ago, I, as a little boy, I heard uh, Joyce Meyer say that fear is nothing but false evidence appearing to be real. You cannot allow the false evidence of things that you see. Granted, I'm not telling you, like, listen to me well. Take the precautions. Watch the news. Wear your gloves. Get your mask. Understand what's going on. Be safe, but don't allow fear to grip your heart. Don't allow fear to grip your heart. Don't allow your fear to override your faith and your, your, your attitude and your mind as it relates to the things of God. If, like we're, I've been seeing a lot of, you know, challenges. We, we're, we're confessing that, you know, God has the whole world in his hands. If we're going to confess that the whole world is in his hands, we got to believe that. You can't, you can't believe or, or quote something or say something, then you turn around and walk in fear. If you're going to believe that he has the whole world in his hands, the little babies, your whole family, walk in faith knowing that God has you covered. He has his hands of protection around you and that we are going to get to this. Now, as it relates to challenges, like as it relates to challenges, um, just to talk a little bit about Generation Z, you know, I've heard things like, you know, this next generation is not next. They are now. If we are going to say that or make that statement that they don't have next, they have now, they matter now. My biggest thing is that if they have now, let's look into this thing a little bit deeper. So we mentioned um, in previous episodes that Generation Z's are what you called uh, 
are, are rather they are born into what we call the digital age, meaning that. I'll say this, there's not one Gen Z that I know that does not play Fortnite. What is Fortnite? Fortnite is nothing but a virtual world where they are battling people to take over their tools and their bricks and wood to build, you know, things to protect them. I don't know not one Gen Z that does not know what Fortnite is, that does not play Fortnite. And that's male and female. This generation literally does not know what the world looks like without technology. Without Wi-Fi. Now, when I was growing up, we had, you know, the rec center. We go play basketball. Y'all, we used to like we used to go to the creek in my neighborhood and go crayfishing with buckets and be catching creatures and turtles and stuff like these kids. All they do is sit in the house on a tablet, playing a game. You know, then you have some that that go out, you know, that do things. But nine times out of ten, they go out. They're on their phones. You know, they're making TikTok. We're going to talk about TikTok, too. But they're what you call born into the digital age. And then you have another um, trait that, you know, describes them or, you know, give we give them another characteristic known as publishers. They are create creatives or they are creative. So if they are, you know, the generation, this generation, if we say things like this generation does not have a next, they have now. Literally, I've seen it where this whole pandemic, this whole coronavirus has literally called leaders, has caused leaders, pastors, youth pastors, youth ministers, youth leaders everywhere to really revamp and rethink how they even do ministry now because everything has moved virtual. Um, I think it was just the other day I made a post on um, Facebook and I said crisis are a wake-up call to creativity. Meaning that this now, what I believe is that this whole pandemic now is birthing this next generation. It's birthing the Generation Zs. If we're, we're to call them the digital age, they are, you know, so tuned into technology and they are publishers, we are setting the stage for Generation Zs through this pandemic. And this whole COVID-19, y'all, I believe that it is something God allowed to launch the next generation of creativity. During this time, we are seeing more. We are seeing more than ever, y'all, like large companies are now going to virtual meetings. Pretty much everyone is working from home. Our schools are shut down. Students are learning from home. Pastors and leaders are left to create virtual church services. They're becoming more creative now, y'all, than they've ever been before. They're becoming a different type of publisher. Y'all, we even we are even experiencing, I believe it was PJ Morton, y'all. He did a whole virtual concert on Instagram Live, Facebook Live. We are seeing music artists now host virtual concerts. I believe now is the time that the Gen Z's are on the rise, y'all. It's now the time is that Gen Z's are getting ready to rise and take over. Whereas millennials are losing their minds, while this may be a challenge for our Gen Z's to be, you know, socially distanced from friends, I believe that this is the time where we need their digital and creative skills 
and ideas more than ever, y'all. Check this out. So TikTok. TikTok has become the world's most downloaded app. During this pandemic, they have skyrocketed in growth. What is TikTok? A place where you're able to create, recreate. A lot of the TikTok videos are dances that, you know, this whole renegade thing. Everybody's doing a renegade. They're recreating videos. They're publishing something. And y'all, I would say as a leader, our future church will consist of Gen Z. In order to successfully engage with Gen Z's, it requires a well-balanced level of of conversing directly. But it also requires online engagement, y'all. So don't look at this stay-at-home order as this quarantine or as, you know, some type of lockdown. But y'all look at it as a time to birth something creative. Look at it as a time to be a publisher and to create something that's never been created. Even in this pandemic, y'all, like, Ministry is literally making history. Like, we are seeing so many virtual church services now, so many virtual things going on that we're missing the fact that we are creating something that we we're we're literally making it through this without even knowing that we're making it through this. Y'all, if that makes sense. So. Don't allow fear to grip your heart. Feed your faith more than you feed your fear, y'all. Matter of fact, take this time to really cherish, cherish your memories and maximize the moments, man. I listened to Bishop Jakes on Instagram Live the other night, and he said that life is not about days, weeks, or months, but it's about memories and moments. And what you remember the most about a person, y'all, is the memories. Not the moments. So don't look at this, this, this time, this quarantine, this lockdown, this stay-at-home policy. Don't look at it as a quarantine. Don't look at it as, you know, something that is negative. But look at it as something positive. This is the time for you to create goals. This is the time for you to create something that's never been created before. Start a business. Buy stock. Like, do something you've never done before, y'all. Like... Even kids, like, invent something. Like, youth, Gen Z's, like, invent something other than a TikTok, other than you remaking the the Renegade. Like, do something that you've never done before. Like, literally, research, read a book, learn something that you've never learned before. Because when this is all done and over, you want to come out better than you've ever been before. So I want to encourage you to not allow fear to override your faith. So before I go, I just wanted to take a moment just to pray over you guys. Um, During this prayer, I really want to focus on three major things. I want to focus on the mind. I want to pray against fear. And I want to pray for God to give you new ideas and creativity. So let us pray. Father God, I thank you for these people who are listening today, who have chose to share a moment of their day and listen to what you have laid upon my heart. 
God, I pray a special blessing even now over their minds, over their spirits. God, for you said in your word that you have not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So, Father, even as we pray, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. God, give us the attitude of you. Knowing and understanding, God, that you have this all figured out. That you have this all in your hands, God. You have this all under control. And God, because we know that you have this all under control, God, we pray against fear. God, allow us to walk in faith. For you have not given us the spirit of fear again, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. God, we will walk in faith. We will walk not in fear. God, we won't allow our fear to override our faith, but we'll let our faith to override our fear. So God, we pray even now that as we allow ourselves to walk in this new faith in you, this reassured faith in you, God, we pray that you would give us new ideas, new creativity. God, we thank you that even now as you give us this new ideas and you allow us to tap into another level of creativity, that we'll use it for the upbuilding of your kingdom. God, I even pray now for the person that's listening that may be contemplating a business idea, that may be contemplating whether or not they should start their podcast, whether or not they should start a YouTube. They're contemplating the vision that you have given them. God, I pray even now that you would allow them to take the next step. God, that when this is all said and done, God, they will no longer be the same, but God, they will be able to look back and say, wow. Lord, I thank you for the ideas. I thank you for the creativity. God, I pray even now that each and every one of them would maximize the moment that they have. In this moment, God, I pray that you make them better, you make them stronger, and you make them wiser. It is in your name that we act it all. In Jesus' name we pray. Hey, listen, man, I love y'all. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Until next time, y'all be blessed. I love y'all.